0: This is The Table Underground, and I'm your host, Tegan Engel. We're bringing you stories of food, radical love, and creative social justice. This story is one in a six-part series on BIPOC-owned food businesses in New Haven, Connecticut. If you're fortunate enough to be nearby, we do hope it will entice you to go and try their food. And we also hope it will inspire you to spend more time talking with the people in your community who make and sell food.
1: My name is Sandra Harris-Pittman. The name of the restaurant is Sandra's Next Generation. I am the owner slash chef, Chef Sandra.
2: And I guess I'm her sidekick, her husband for 39 years, Miguel Pittman. I guess my title would be manager. Yes, yeah, because I'm not the chef. My wife is the chef.
1: What inspired me to open up a restaurant it actually was my husband, um, Miguel you know I had the gift the talent to cook I cook for the community I cook for the church and every Friday I will cook dinners for the community and I was selling for five dollars and every week Miguel saw what I was doing and he just said to me out of nowhere he said honey what do you think about open up your own business I really didn't never have that idea until he asked me that question and I was like yes that sounds good let's do it As a little girl, my mom would always share stories in terms of how she was born and raised from Selma, Alabama, where she picked cotton. And she actually dropped out of school at a ninth grade to help her siblings. And my aunt would teach her how to cook. So those stories kind of resonated with me growing up as a little girl. So I would sit there and watch my mom prepare food for the household, dad and six children. And when I tell you, her breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We didn't really know about fast food growing up, our household. We knew about good Southern cooking. And then when I met the love of my life, he will always talk about his grandmother, say, honey, you got to meet my grandmother. My grandmother cooks so well. Your food doesn't taste like my grandmother. Your food doesn't taste like my grandmother. So I heard that a lot while, you know, when we first got married. So that really encouraged me to practice more on cooking. And look at me today in terms of he doesn't say that anymore. So I might be kind of close to um, grandma. <laughs> I pay attention to my customers. I'm one of those ones who's more in the forefront. Hello, how are you? Is this your first time dining at Sandra's? You know, how did you find us? So I think that when it comes to food, I think customer service, hospitality, everything works hand in hand together.
2: I'm just happy to be a a part of her vision and to be able to contribute based upon the gift and the talent that I have. In terms of management, marketing, and doing projections for the business, and always keeping my hands on the pulse of the business, not only with our business, but business in general, watching the economy. So I guess we make a good team. We balance each other, and that's one of the reasons why we're still together after 39 years. Some of the things that people enjoy eating is, if I would pick the favorite, I would say the chop barbecue. But also we do offer turkey chop for the folks that don't eat pork and a combination of the candy yams and the collard greens and the black-eyed peas. So it's amazing how you put those items together and it creates a flavor by itself. And that's why they call it soul food because it comes from the soul.
1: I would say the most popular dish is a church plate. That's four sides, one meat, fried chicken, collard greens, mac and cheese, candy yams, and black-eyed peas. I love to cook. I think it's important not just to focus on your own culture, just learn different types of cultures of food, and just add a little twist to it. For example, my empanadas. When people actually see it on the menus, they like, no way, soul empanadas. What is soul empanadas? Soul meaning collard greens, mac and cheese, candy yams. So I put some soul inside the empanada, just being different and thinking outside the box and really creating something different. Sandra's next generation is our four children. Shandrea, Shante, Sharwen, and Miguel Jr., and then our four grandchildren, too, because they're going to be holding the cornbread really soon as well. So all four of our children are heavily involved in the business. They have their own role, and that's the next generation.
2: The way I look at the next generation is it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be the next generation in the restaurant business. I look at it as the next generation in a business, whichever direction they decide to go. But I think that their experience and their training that they're receiving now in the restaurant business is going to prepare them for wherever their endeavor may be because business is business. The model is the same. It's all about having a product, meeting a demand, being consistent in what you're doing, and doing projections, And that applies across any business that you might decide to get into.
1: Our restaurant, Sandra's Next Generation, we're very heavily involved in the community. We often have different events, like we just held a big one for Juneteenth. We had different vendors with different types of business to let people know about black excellence. And just trying to be a role model, you know, to let people know, dream big. Dream big and anything that you desire in your heart you know, you want to do. You just have to go out and just make it happen. Just just do it.
2: I think that our business does play a role that we as African Americans, we can also run a very successful business. And we are a living testimony.
1: So just being in the community, myself, my husband, raising four children here, now four grandchildren here, And we're excited. The Hill is our home, and we're here for the long run. We really are.
0: This story series was sponsored through the Yale School of the Environment and produced by me, Tegan Engel. It was edited by John Oliver Music and photographed by Ray Photography. We hope you'll go to our website, thetableunderground.com, to check out her beautiful photographs, see the transcripts, and a lot more info there. You can listen to this and the other stories wherever you get your podcast, as well as on our website. Many thanks to each of these business owners for making time and space to share your stories. We are extremely grateful. I'm Tegan Engel, and this is The Table Underground. Thanks for listening.